Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 179 of Report This Post, a podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. It's not much, but it's good, honest work. And we're your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic, as chosen by a listener in front of the show, Cliff, <laughs> is homesteading. That's right. What the hell is homesteading? Oh, boy. Ah, crap. Uh, <laughs> is there a simple Wikipedia? We haven't looked at simple Wikipedia in a while. That's what I'm looking up right now. I One of our, our, our a website we used to use all the time. For those who don't know, simple Wikipedia is uh, normal Wikipedia for, for even dumber people. Mostly right. for well, English as a second language. Well, yeah, so. I, I call them dumb. If I talk to you and you say, okay, I'm like, geez, what is wrong with this guy? What's this dunderheads deal? And why is he selling oranges by the under or the overpass of the highway? <laughs> Homesteading is a vernacular term for a lifestyle of self-sufficiency. It is characterized by substance, agriculture, home preservation of food, and may involve the small-scale production of textiles, clothing, and craft work for household use or sale. Homesteading is generally differentiated from rural, village, or commune living by isolation of the homestead. The term in the United States dates back to the Homestead Act of 1862 and before. Great. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically your good act. <laughs> you're living out in the wilderness on your own. You got your house, your wife, your 18 kids, and you're raising your own food and providing for yourself. So that is what homesteading is. Yeah. And there's uh, various um, levels of doing it, uh, I believe. For example, our friend Cliff, uh, who chose this topic, uh, here's what he had to say about it. I chose homesteading because, as a dipshit programmer with a hobby farm, I spend a lot of time reading homesteading forums and watching videos. So I wanted to get you boys on the case to dig up the really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so for Cliff, it's really just sort of a hobby he's doing, and he's taking it, I would guess, more to just... Find sustainability and really it's something just to do with this time. Uh, yeah, I think so. That seems about but right. We also have found people in this episode who are uh, very anti-government types and <laughs> things along those lines, as you as you would uh, wisely expect. So now Cliff also has a lot of guns, so he may fall That's underneath true. that as well. So he was at the January sixth insurrection, <laughs> I believe. Um. <laughs> He was just hanging out. He had nothing to do with it. He was just just passing through town. Just happened to be there. Got caught in traffic, and what do you know? <laughs> was at Nancy hey, Pelosi's desk before you know it. A party broke out, and who am I yeah. to say no to a party? Yeah. <laughs> lampshade on his head. <laughs> that would have been great if you saw a guy with a lampshade on his head going through the Capitol. You might as well. With all the characters Everything you saw else going on. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... Cliff's yeah. got that whole thing going on over there. He's building a miniature farm. He's got goats. He's talking about getting pigs. He's got chickens. So uh, we'll be hopefully receiving 
meat from Cliff again <laughs> at some point from uh, when he harvests his livestock. So thanks, Cliff, in advance. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing that on paper, like so many of these other topics we've looked at, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds great. I could see myself getting into it because mm-hmm. it really eats a lot of time, which is really the only thing I really care about anymore is just sort of <laughs> passing the time. <laughs> not anything to not be alone with my thoughts. That's um, right. Uh, yeah, you know, put uh, erecting a house, putting a garden trellises. Oh, the amount of trellises on the property would be un- unbelievable. <laughs> Goat. Goat, yeah, got to have the goat. A- any number of goats, one or more. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I have a, a couple friends of mine that uh, decided to homestead for a very short amount of time uh, and decided that it was not for them uh, quickly into it when it was like, uh, boy, if the if the whole government, if the world actually does shut down, we have to do this forever, that's going to fucking suck. Uh, so then they just uh, went the exact opposite way and became intolerable yuppies so mm-hmm. yeah uh, so good for them Hope yeah. they're enjoying themselves great so homesteading sounds like a lot of fun uh, cliff <laughs> go ahead and uh send us some meat from one of your slain animals if you don't mind uh and we'll actually hear about a lot about those sort of things in this episode <laughs> as well we sure will we just go ahead and get started right now i believe great User Invader Zoom went to our homestead to ask this. For those of you that have animals for their meat, hey, do you find yourselves emotionally attached to the animals? I'm wanting to move towards a situation in the future where I'm self-sufficient, but I'm not vegetarian. I grew up in a country town when I was a kid and had no issues then with killing to eat, but since living in the city for the last 20 years, the idea isn't so pleasant dealing with that part myself to eat meat. How did you do it when first starting out down that path? And a now-deleted user replied, Well, you just have to do it. I say a prayer for each of them, thank Mm. them, and then kill them as quickly as possible. It gets Mm. easier after a while, but it still doesn't feel great. Yeah, so another thing I've noticed is a lot of religious type of folks get into this stuff uh, in various uh, loose interpretations of various Bibles and religious texts. I think this one's one of the kinder ones that that I've seen for this episode. Um, <laughs> just saying, well, you got to do it. Say a prayer. Be done with it. It does. It never gets you. It, <laughs> mm. it it gets easier, but it's never it's never fun. That's yeah. But you have to do it. You have yeah. If you want it, if you want the bacon, you got to kill the pig. That's. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That's uh, an old. That's an old wives saying, right? That's. that's an is old that even a saying? saying. <laughs> is, is that even is a saying? an old housewife's an old wife saying? Is that a is that a saying? Is that what you're asking? I don't know. Look, who's to say? Huh? That'll be in the old uh, old wives' tale episode. <laughs> the tall tales episode. No. no. That guy 2011 posted this thread over there over on our homestead. This is how we teach sows to stop escaping their pen. And they included two pictures of very large dead pigs hanging from a hook in his yard. Mm, yep, I'll teach them. 
Singularity Matrix responded, I'm sorry, but I wasn't expecting that. Looks like a bit of gore and made me feel a bit queasy. It does seem a bit disrespectful to say you taught it a lesson and then display its corpse hanging like that when it was only doing what came naturally to it. After all, it is also a living thing. I think it would have been respectful to thank the animal for it, quote, giving you its flesh to sustain your life. I remember watching a documentary where a sandman in South Africa killed an antelope and afterwards apologized to the spirit of the animal, <laughs> said a prayer of gratitude to the spirit of the animal, and thanked for its meat. I thought that was beautiful. He knew he had taken a life to sustain his, but did not gloat, but instead thanked the other life he had taken, knowing that his own body will probably be devoured by animals when he died. The circle of life. <laughs> we in the West have so much to learn from people we often consider uncouth and, quote, uncivilized. Oh, boy. Yeah, I started off real strong, kind of fizzled out there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the OP just said he was uh, he was just joking. Oh, like he, he was okay. It was he, all, it he was, was all killing gaff. his pigs for food yeah. as he <laughs> as he's wont to do, and he was uh, he just wanted to post it with a little little goof on Reddit <laughs> saying that he <laughs> killed and punished them. I gotta say. Uh, the the phrase knowing his own body he will probably be devoured by mm-hmm. animals when he died that and then <laughs> going on and we often think of these people as uncivilized it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> do we do we in the west think that or that little projection there ay 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 good well i do by the way just to make it clear <laughs> there no no lies detected Mm-hmm. No lines detected. Put a shirt on, guys. <laughs> Always run around without shirts on. They just have the big box of the uh, Super Bowl loser shirts that get printed off just in case. <laughs> Love the Bengals this time of year, those guys. Are there. <laughs> Great. Found a post titled Homesteading? Question mark over on our witch. Mm, Would okay. love some input over something that is giving me internal conflict. I recently moved back to my ancestral home. It was once a fully functioning farm, but as my grandfather aged, no one made time to keep up the property. Now that I have moved back, he and I have been clearing the pastures and mending fences. But with every tree I cut down, I feel like I'm doing injustice to nature. I'm a Taurus and have long felt my connection to the earth. I have never chosen a pantheon because I believe in all of them. I feel like I'm bringing order back to the place and letting the big trees grow easier by clearing the small ones, but I still mourn for their loss, even though I feel it's a nece- it's necessary. Can anyone give me advice? And a now-deleted user suggested, Have you looked at druid tree meditations on YouTube? Just an idea to help you spend more time with alive trees. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's like you, you're you weird enough just doing the homesteading or doing the witching. Yeah. But combining them. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. If you look up uh, Druid Tree Meditation on YouTube, there's some, uh, some videos of just some ladies standing in the forest, and it appears that they just chant for a while. Um, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, 
Begin by standing or sitting and becoming aware of the environment, move the awareness of your body. So it seems you're just meditating in a forest. Trees are nearby. Look at it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it looks like you just sort of uh, put your arms out, uh, t touch your fingers at the top of your head, and then around your waist and then do it again a couple times just a lot of uh this seems like some real bored white women shit you know? <laughs> for sure yep yep the, the women who do this very much are like have told many people they're part uh cherokee or whatever <laughs> happens all the time <laughs> classic liz warren shit right here Well, good luck to that gal for clearing off stuff on her grand, her ancestral home. Excuse me, owned by her <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the block house her grandpa bought in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> Found this post over on Facebook. Looking for a special gal who would like to live off grid pioneer lifestyle in Utah, where I've lived since nineteen eighty four. You're only as old as you think you are, and I'm almost 19. I'm a recent widower after 50 years of awesome marriage to Michelle, who passed away of cancer. Mm. I ain't religious, but I am damn practical. I took up smoking as a hobby when I turned 50, and drinking a little rum and coke nowadays is my other new hobby. I ain't hooked on my new hobbies. I'll probably quit sometime after I die. What do you mean smoking and drinking ain't practical? It's flat out down to earth. I ain't vaccinated, ain't gonna get vaccinated, and don't, no damn mask either, ever, and if you're vaccinated, damn it, girl, we could have had fun. <laughs> cool. This guy sounds like he's fucking rocks, honestly, so. <laughs> I would I would hang out with this guy. I've hung out with these kind of guys before. <laughs> Just... Just posting out there. Hey, does anybody want to basically? Does anyone want to come party with me? That's mm -hmm. not vaxxed. Sorry, I mean, sorry. This is like your fifty-six-year-old aunt's boyfriend that she brings to <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, where there's like six divorces and funerals between the two of them. <laughs> like in terms of past marriages <laughs> and it's like you guys have had a fucking road and you're still not even 60 yet and uh, they're made for each other and they just have the sloppiest sex possible oh yeah for sure so uh whole bottle of gym beam and mm -hmm. they're just slopping each other yeah and it's awesome yeah it sure is they, he just they just both smell like pussy all day from just <laughs> constant sex. <laughs> you go to like shake his hands first time you meet him. He's like, ah, come on in. I don't shake hands, buddy. Gives you a big hug. And you're like, oh, man. I guess that's what Aunt Marie smells like. Just like a gym bag. Yeah. <laughs> It's just mm. in his long beard. 
it's not yellow from cigarette smoke, folks. <laughs> well, that's hot. Hope you guys enjoyed that wonderful image of for the all the senses. Yeah, speaking of really gross people, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum tweeted, As I've long said, all North Dakotans deserve to be treated equally and live free of discrimination. There's no place for the hurtful and divisive rhetoric. We can respect one another's freedoms without disrespecting or discriminating against the LGBT members of our state and our party whom we support. And a user at Kentucky Kenny Z replied, in addition, it would be wrong to start teaching impressionable youngsters that LGBT is an acceptable lifestyle or to approve of something like transgender stripper artists into elementary, middle, and high schools to display their transgender stripper show. There are no genetic markers to result in hetero homosexuality. You may as well say that hatred, racism, and bigotry are an innate. Religion and faith is a choice. I own a hobby farm. I see cows, goats, deer, birds, insects, etc. I have seen no homosexuality among my livestock. <laughs> but how many trans goats do you have, buddy? <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Just an odd thing all around. Why is the North Dakota governor... The like, Republican North Dakota mm-hmm. governor. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some Republicans online who who aren't too pleased that some of their uh, brethren are going down this road of uh, being pro LGBT. Uh, More not because they're necessary, well, not because they say they're anti-gay, but more because it's like, oh, you're just becoming a fucking Democrat now. Yeah, yeah, the shit Democrats say. Well, Um, we lost another one. Yep. Uh, we don't hate gay people. It's not that. So we we hate Democrats who are all gay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, hmm. yeah, old Kentucky Kenny Z doesn't have the most open mind. Pretty surprising to hear. Kentucky uh, Kenny Z. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in Kentucky are named Kenny, so. It's, uh, I bet that's, of all the states with Kenny's, Kentucky has to be one of the more uh, packed. It's per capita, <laughs> Kenny's per capita, Kentucky's up there. Well, you know it's you know which one it is because uh, it's Kentucky Kenny Z. Yeah, so that's right. User Bread for Llamas asked. If I built a queer homestead in Alaska, would you come to our asexuality? I identify as ace and biromantic. This has been a goal I've been planning for a few years now, as I'm quite the outdoors woman. Love the cold and remoteness Alaska has to offer those who seek it. I'm a grad student in the mental health field and have a solid side gig I do from home. I'll be able to work remote telehealth and really want to make a fresh start outside the lower 48 in two years. Does this appeal to any of you? If you've been to Alaska, what was your experience? I'm queer, but don't really look at it and have the privilege of being able to self-disclose. I imagine it would be difficult as a single woman or lesbian couple being remote or semi-remote. I've heard mixed experiences about treatment up there, but I still want to give it a solid go. 
And you were user Paris W31, who identifies as a homoromantic ageosexual, said, that's the lesbian dream. <laughs> well, I had to look up what uh, ageosexual means. Uh, it's a form of asexuality where a person experiences a disconnect between themselves and a target or object of arousal. That is to say, they may experience arousal in response to erotica, pornography, etc., but with no desire to be a participant in the sexual activities therein. Wow. Okay. Doesn't seem like enough to be an identity to me. Is that bad? <laughs> Is that bad to say? You think it's not enough? Okay. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like. It's it's not distinct enough from anything else. It's like when people say try to use a what demi romantic as a as a sexual identity, which just means you have to it, be like it's like romantically everything? connected. To oh, them oh, okay. For them, for you to be sexually attracted to them, people will, people will say like they're queer because of that. It's like you're like you, so you need to be in a relationship with someone to have sex with them. That's your. That's your coming out to your parents is that <laughs> like imagine if you can't if you can't come out as it it's not a thing you can't come out as ageosexual because no one would give a shit uh. <laughs> like there's no possible way to be discriminated against for this ah uh, you know and I would love to but I just can't yeah I can't <laughs> Unfortunately, I am unable to discriminate against. Yeah, because it's just too stupid. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe that, but I guess that's a discrimination. Is that it's so stupid, it's not worthy of discrimination. <laughs> just grasping at straws, whatever you yeah. can grab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, them saying that the the queer homestead in Alaska is a lesbian dream, uh, folks. I always thought the lesbian dream was just a whole bunch of pussy. Right. Mm. Well, that is in fact a transphobic statement to make. <laughs> I hope you're aware of that. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Don't care. Cancel them, folks. Yep. You know what to do. Go after. Get my account banned for the first time in 13 years or whatever. I dare you. Let's go, baby. Save me from a hell of my own making. A guy posted this to our homesteading. I'm an aspiring homesteader with 20 acres in Northern California. I'm also an active medical cannabis advocate and activist. I'll be starting up a small to medium cooperative this summer and looking forward to providing my community with quality, clean, organic food and medicine this fall. Unfortunately, my local medical cannabis colleagues have run into a lot of prejudice and hostility, most notably through the local 4-H. My only dream here is to live sustainably off the land while providing my community with joy and health. So this hostility really harshes my mellow, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He also posted this to our BDSM. Yeah. I'm back on the ranch and looking for a tiny toy to play with while I'm doing my do. I need a bouncy little chick around to do the cooking, cleaning, and to plant and manage the vegetable garden while I tend to the special plants and prospect on nearby claims I have aspects access to. I'm very dominant, very intelligent, and driven man. 
I'm well over six foot, nearly 200 pounds, lift to keep fit and blessed with a sometimes troublously, troublesomely large cock and walnut nads. Oh my God. <laughs> there will be a lot of openly fucking in a 100 plus acre sunny field, frequent outings for public orgasms, and maybe a gangbang or two. You will be expected to treat the maintenance of my diet and general sense of happiness as a job. I'm looking for a toy that's five foot and 110 pounds or tinier with a gymnastics gymnast build. Exceptions will be considered only for toys with an exceptionally tight camel toe pussy. A four foot 10, 90 pound brunette with a gushing God. round ass, tiny tits, blue or hazel eyes, and auburn hair will likely be collared. <laughs> four, 10, 90 pounds. Tiny tits. Um, hmm. So this guy wants a child for the most part, but <laughs> pretty much is unable to do so in good, uh, good conscience, I guess. Um, hmm. Is a uh, walnut nads a a big selling point for ladies? <laughs> is that what they're looking for? Big, giant bouncing balls. <laughs> Uh, and what does well over six foot mean? <laughs> yeah, no, Just, six, that means you're six foot means, and a half, right? Yeah, that means you're almost six one. Just if you were six three, you would say you were six three, right? That's right. <laughs> and nearly two hundred pounds means uh, two hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> he's nearly he's nearly down to two hundred pounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, this guy sounds awesome. Getting yeah. high all the time. Yeah, getting high. And, and he's <laughs> out there uh, looking at claims he has. At, so he's also some sort of miner, which is great. Sure. Hey, speaking of miners, that's what he's looking yeah. for, right? Okay. Miner seeking miner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want the full episode with like an hour extra of posts or whatever patreon.com slash report this post just a couple bucks a month and you'll get every single week just like that a lot more posts <laughs>